What's up, everybody? Hope you're well. And here we are, breaking through with James Levesque. And I just want to thank you guys for your love, support, and really patience. This last month's been wild. We just messed around and planted a church down here in Florida, and it has been nonstop. So thank you for your love, support. I am absolutely going to get focused on these podcasts. I miss you guys. I love talking to you. I want to call this one daily. Um, and, and, you know, daily. And if you're around tonight, join us in Madeira Beach, Florida, or watch on live stream. Uh, we're going to be here live tonight. I want to call this one daily. It's amazing to me how many people live a life that they're not satisfied with. It's amazing. I often hear, well, you know, we've toiled about it. Oh, you know, for the last 10 years, we kind of like we're on and off about it. You know, we always wanted to do this, but life, let me tell you about life. Life is not a series of great, life is not one big great decision and life is not one bad decision, right? Oh man, he lost it all. No, that was kind of coming. Hey, my marriage blew down overnight. No, that was, it was, it was a process. I, you know, somebody, uh, six months ago, man, I just, you know, I messed up and, uh, basically had an affair. No, you don't mess up and have affairs. You know what I mean? Like this is a series of moments that, you know, defile your, your faith. And I want to tell you, there's a promise in John 10, 10, that the Lord wants to give you life and life more abundant. So in the back of life itself is this overlying banner of, I have more for you, right? So in the back of life is, I want you to have life and life more abundant. I died so you can live. Um, I paid for it on the cross so you can be free. And earth really does become about receiving the things that were paid for, right? What is grace made available? We need to receive those things. It is amazing to me how many people are content living beneath the privileges, Maybe it's fear, right? Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's bitterness. Maybe there's some things holding you back from really doing what God's called you to do. And 2020 last year made it worse. People people blame everything on COVID. Every other day, it's a new strand and everybody has a reason to act crazy. God is still waiting for you to receive and believe his promises. There's a power in expectation. I was reading the book of Acts recently, you know, and you know the story in Acts chapter three, they were, you know, walking by the gate called beautiful and the man basically started begging for alms and, but then it says this, he looked at them expecting to receive something from them. It's amazing. Verse four of Acts three, fixing his eyes on Peter and John, expect, and uh, there, he had an expectation there, friends. Fixing his eyes on him with John and Peter, he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. What are you expecting to receive today? What are you expecting to receive this week? What are you believing for in the next year? Because what you believe and what you pray for and what you stand for, you will receive. 
but the other side is true, what you tolerate will dominate you. If fear is holding you back, it will overtake your life. If bitterness or concern or grudges, those things are only going to get worse. The Bible says in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John went up together, verse 1 of the temple of the hour of prayer, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried daily at the gate. He was, di- he was disabled. He could not walk. But you know what he began to build? And here's my concern for people today. He began to build a routine around disability. Nobody really trying to help. Just drag me over to the gate to beg. Here we go. Every day's the same. Mornings don't matter. You build a routine around being nasty. You build a routine around being disabled. See, most people don't really live that life more abundantly because of fear of disappointment. They just choose to live low, right? How many people do we know pay child support? And they're like, well, I just, I'm not going to get a real job. Like, like a lot of times in life, we lower our faith level to what we're expecting. It's time to break our daily pattern. I want to call this one daily, our daily pattern. What is going on in your life daily that's preparing you for what God's called you to do? Because you know what people do in daily? Facebook, wasting their life, looking how everybody else is living, um, concerned about bickering and backstabbing and chatter and godless talk. And man, that's what people are consuming themselves with. What are you doing daily? Are you building a routine around a spiritual disability? Are you building a routine around nasty? Or have you... Crazy to think now we're 12 days into February. Have you, would you say the last 42 days have done something? Because I'm going to tell you these last 42 days or whatever they've been, have been the greatest we've ever seen. How do you feel? And it has a lot to do. You can't blame your weather. You can't blame what's around you. Stop blaming me or anyone else in your life. You have got to believe that this is the greatest year you've ever lived with expansion and breakthrough and all these promises that God has for you because that's truth. But so many build a routine around disability. They make a new normal of nasty. What are you expecting? What are you, you know, I remember when I was, you know, growing up, there were not a lot of examples. Nobody had fathers. And you know who who began to look appealing to me? Drug dealers. They had nice cars. They seemed to have, uh, you know, all the other things this world wants. They had money and, and, and they were popular and they were men predominantly. I looked up to them. Because when I looked around the area that I grew up in, I all I saw was lame, friends. 
All I saw was a lame. People addicted to lame, routine around lame, nobody striving for greater. But I saw drug dealers with finances and cars and a hustle and a drive. And as a little boy, it made me go, man, okay, somebody here is doing something. I had no idea. I didn't know the Lord. I didn't know this was illegal. It was appealing to me because it wasn't lame. It wasn't a routine around nasty. It wasn't sitting on the porch stoop talking about everybody. It wasn't drinking from morning till night. It wasn't doing doing drugs from morning till night. And now I'm saved. Clearly not doing illegal activities. And I see Christians still lame. See, I remember the moment I was, I was, I was, uh, when, when all this started to shake down for me, even the drug dealers started not helping and, and even doing drugs. And I remember sitting in a room with all of these important people, right? Drug dealers, drug addicts, we're all getting high. And I remember the day I didn't even know the Lord. And I put the, I put the joint down and I said, guys, can I ask you a question? Where does this take us? Like, where are we going from here? What's the goal, man? What is, is it just a nice car? Like, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to get out of the hood? Do we want to buy our mom's homes? Are we trying to like start businesses that are legal? I mean, what, where are we going? It even feels like these drug dealers are hamsters in a wheel going nowhere. And thank God. I wish I would, could say his name. Thank God for this drug dealer that spoke up. As he's exhaling a blunt, he says to me, oh, Jamie, the streets are undefeated. All of us are here for a limited time. This ain't going to last. I was floored. That was my last day in that, in that cipher. I'll tell you, that was done. I was like, all right, we're out. Time to move on. And shortly after, I would encounter the Lord. But I found myself getting saved in the same position, and I still do. And I look around the room, and I look around to Christians, and I go, what is the goal here? What are we doing? The goal isn't to live mediocre lives, drive Camrys, and be scared that our kids' lives are not going to work out okay. The goal is not to be average when he's called us to live abundant. The goal is not to be average. The goal is not daily routine of forgettable. The goal is not daily routine of, you know, uh, disability. We, we took a big step this past year, a huge step, and expanded our ministry, our television ministry, uh, which we're recording and ramping up, uh, our church that we just planted. But in people's minds, they couldn't believe that I would ever add anything more to what we have in New England. It's because you wouldn't add anything more to your life. That's because you're addicted to whatever's in front of you because you feel like that's the greatest it's ever going to be. It's time to branch out. You know what mom eagles do? I think I've seen them with a, they like kick the eagle out the nest and, and let it start flying. You wouldn't believe the miracles that are waiting for you on the other side of jumping out. You wouldn't believe what's available for you on the other side of saying yes to the Lord. Because that's all we have is our yes. That's it. And it starts with daily. It starts with daily. It's not about Montana, Florida, Connecticut, or, or the next cities that we plant. 
It's about yes. It's not about uh, what what it, it's not about New England. It's about yes. And if you become a yes person to the Holy Spirit every day, you'll build a normal around miracle power and you'll build a normal around miracle life. Just some thoughts today. We'll see you next week. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you're around tonight, join us. Madeira Beach is going to be off the chain. Love y'all.